Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight we're just going to talk about witches. And there's a lot of witches in film, television, but mostly film. You know, there of course is the infamous Margaret Hamilton who gave us the Wicked Witch of the West in 1939. You know, there are the three Sanderson sisters in Hocus Pocus, Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy, Sarah Jessica Parker, who, in my opinion, furthered playing a witch when she played on Sex and the City in the shoes, you know, just kind of like the Wizard of Oz theme where that witch was obsessed with shoes. Of course, we have the witches of Eastwick, Mirasemoa, Susan Sarandon, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Cher, and Big Scratch himself, Jack Nicholson. There's so many legendary witches. There's even the little witch in The Nightmare Before Christmas, which we talked about last night. But my personal favorite, and we're going to go over to television because film and TV, you know, our cousins, you know, is when they found out that Marge was a witch. I think it was one of the Treehouse Horrors from 97. She was like, you know, they go to Flanders' house. Uh, Who's there? Witches. Uh, What do you want? We're here to eat your kids. Okay, and look at this. Oh, please. Now make with the kids. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's sad that I know all of that dialogue. I'm trying to remember how many times I watched it, you know, where they're like, uh, I heard that witches go in and eat our kids. Eat their kids. We were just going to swipe their shoes. But a good idea is a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> of course, you know, we have the legendary. We, I mean, there's been many witches throughout time. But Margaret Hamilton's, we could call her the first. You know how they refer to Ella Fitzgerald as the first lady of song? Or Helen Hayes as the first lady of the American theater. Well, with Margaret Hamilton, we could probably call her the first bonafide movie witch. 1939, Margaret Hamilton, character actress. They they give her the part of the Wicked Witch of the West. Not East, but West. She also plays Miss Gulch, who comes across as a witch. Yeah. Broomsticks, fires, water... Need I say all? Oh, and I forgot one more thing because I just said broomsticks and I thought bed knobs and broomsticks were Angela Lansbury from Murder She Writ, Murder She Wrote, is studying to be an apprentice witch. Yes. Substitute substitutary locomotion. I think that's how it goes. And how. I, I'm playing with a bed knob right now, an actual bed knob. Get your heads out of the gutter. And, you know, they say that if you tap it three times, it will take you where you want to go. Uh, take me to Trader Joe's. I need some pizza, some healthy pizza. Thank you. It's magic. It's always about the magic. 
And then you have the Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Mary, and Sarah Sanderson, singing those idiotic little songs, luring children to make potion. But they're holding out for the one that called them ugly. Yeah, a vendetta right there, kind of like the shark in Jaws. I want to go back to the Witches of Eastwick because that's really funny. You know, um, they don't want Jack Nicholson, but then they later want him. You know, and um, I mean, you had you had some great actresses. You got Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, this is of course before Dangerous Liaisons. This is Cher. She had just done Cher. Nineteen eighty-seven was a really good year for Cher. You know. But this is, of course, before Turn Back Time. Ah, turn Back Time. This was the 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 year of Moonstruck, the accused, or uh, not the accused. Was it the accused? No, that was Jodie Foster. Um, she did one where she played a lawyer, and then Moonstruck, and then Witches of Eastwick. So that year, she won the Oscar for Moonstruck. You know. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, you know, at this point, she hadn't done Bull Durham yet. She hadn't done, you know, um, Fried Green Thumb on Louise. No, I'm just, I just wanted to say that for funny. Um, uh, you know, and also she was relatively skinny that year. I don't know if she was doing the Stairmaster a little too much. But, you know, it's magic. It's witches. It's, uh, yeah. We also could talk about the television witch in the room, bewitched, Samantha Stevens, you know, Elizabeth Montgomery, and of course, her mother, the queen witch, Endora, played by the late, the great, um, the late, the great, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, she 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 could have played a witch in Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. And she didn't, but you know. Endora, Endora, Endora. I I have an interesting connection with Agnes Moorhead, who played Endora. So Agnes Moorhead was born December 6th, 1900. I was born December 6th, 1980. So yeah, and whenever I would feel down, I'd be like, well, I share a birthday with the head witch herself, Endora. Yeah. And, you know, that's a television witch. It could have translated to film, you know, but it was a television witch. Yeah. The Devil Wears Prada, that's not about witches, but we could call her another word that rhymes with witch. Uh, I'm not going to because I love that movie, <laughs> even though it is clearly based on Anna Winter. Yeah, I have some choice words for her. I'm sure Andre Andre Lientali does too. But this is about real this is about movie witches, not real witches. Oh, yes. So I was going to do a whole episode about this movie, but I thought let's just talk about witches in general. This year is the 30th anniversary of The Witches by Roald Dahl, you know, the book starring Angelica Houston, 
I think it's just Angelica Houston. Brenda Blethyn is in it, but she doesn't have a big part. Um, so, you know, she plays the Grand High Witch. Her and the grandmother, you know, the grandmother is a witch hunter and all this stuff. Well, after 30 years, they remade it. Now COVID happened. So now you can stream it. I think the 23rd. Um, uh, the Witch's remake starring Anne Hathaway as the Grand High Witch. And Octavia Spencer as the witch hunting grandma. Takes place in the 60s in the South. Okay. Oh, oh, and yes. Stanley Tucci is in it. But don't worry, ladies. He keeps his shirt on. <laughs> Remember, it is a, this is a family movie. We can't have dancing nipples in a family movie, you know. The witches. Um, the original witches took place, I think, in modern day. So this one takes place during the 60s in the South. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting how they handle that. And now let's return to the icon herself margaret hamilton margaret hamilton i when i first started to watch the wizard of oz it was maybe four or five and she, they did like an old episode of her on mr rogers neighborhood which i used to watch all the time and i'm trying and now i can say that this they probably played this episode because she had just died she died in 1985 and they played it I was maybe four or five and it showed what she looked like without the witch outfit. And then she put that witch outfit on. It was like, Oh my. And she's like, there's your old friend. Yeah. Margaret Hamilton. I mean, you gotta, you know, she's after shoes, of course, but not just any shoes. Ruby slippers. Yeah. Um, you know, Toto of course has gotten, gotten in her way. The poppies have gotten in her way. You know, um, yeah, yeah, um, give me back my slippers. I'm the only one who knows how to use them. They're no use to you. Give them back to me. Give them back. Hold, hold, uh, hold strong and tighten them. Her magic is very, she'd want them, but the magic is very powerful. You stay out of this, Glenda, or I'll fix you as well. Oh! Rubbish, you have no power here. Now be gone before somebody drops a house on you. Very well. I'll bide my time. Just try. I'll get you, my pretty. And then Oscar, too. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting about that... Now, this is a behind-the-scenes that I really... This is interesting to me. It may not be to you, but just listen. So we have all seen The Wizard of Oz. If you haven't, then watch it. If you've been living on a, under a rock for 81 years, I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. It's been around for 81 years. Uh, so there's a famous moment. The first time they have the confrontation and she says, I'll get you my pretty and your little dog too. And she stands in a fireball and she disappears. Well, what there was, there was, there was a trap door and it releases and she, they, she drops and she falls to the bottom. Well, what happened was, is that she had burns and on her face and her hands and they had to rush to the, um, first aid station to get the makeup off because that makeup 
was starting to eat into her skin. It would have been really horrible. She talks about that. She talks about how she just kind of shivered because of the pain. Oh my goodness, that broomstick. And and what I always liked about Margaret Hamilton's witch was the the crystal ball. I mean that that right there is her YouTube, okay? You know, that is her YouTube. That's her that's her iPad. If they could make an iPad in the shape of that crystal ball from the Wizard of Oz, Tim Cook, are you listening? Apple, you know, you could, you know, the 85th anniversary of Wizard of Oz, an iPad shaped uh crystal ball, you know. <laughs> My pretty. Yeah. My favorite is when well, and I feel bad for Dorothy. She's crying. Oh, ATM, I'm fried. I'm fried in ATM. And then you see the witch mocking her. ATM, ATM, come back. I'll give you ATM, my pretty. Now, how they did that was she's talking to her on another crystal ball. Was this like a form of FaceTime back then? You know, like, oh, let me call Dorothy. Yeah. 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 These witches, I mean, they have some of the best parts. Of course, we could talk about another witch in a cartoon, in a movie. But she's like kind of a sea witch, so that's kind of like a fish stick witch. I don't know. If you broil her just right, you know, she's kind of got octopusy. Oh my god, I can't believe I said that. Oh, Ursula, Ursula. In fact, the lady who does the voice of Ursula is still alive. She's in her 90s. You know, I mean, poor unfortunate souls and, um, you know, well, angelfish. The only way to get what you want is to become human yourself. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That that is a creepy witch. And she's a sea witch, you know, she's not she doesn't have the hat. She doesn't have a broomstick. She has these eels that follow her around. You know, these electric eels. You know, and she's got that haircut. You know, I was later I later did some research and the haircut and the moves and the look of Ursula the Sea Witch is basically copied from Divine. If you remember Divine, the actor, who was in Hairspray, Pink Flamingos, John Waters, this was his actor, was Divine. They took Divine's moves and Divine's hair and look and patterned it into Ursula the Sea Witch. So you know this is a Disney movie and... When they've taken, they've borrowed from Divine. You've got, you've got, you know, Disney. It's all nice and gay. It is. What's funny is, is that people think that Disney is this very conservative, family-friendly entertainment, and it is. But you, you know, those of you who are conservative and you know are anti-gay, it's like you know a lot of those kids' movies that you watch were made by gay people, so. Better wake up and smell the placenta. Um, yeah. In fact, you know, um, Disney has a beautiful policy if you're LGBT. They love their LGBTQ uh, uh, workers. They love them, you know. So, 
to have I mean there is so much camp in some of these Disney movies that's hilarious I've talked about this before if you don't know what camp is look it up it, it, it is kind of a gay term you know, it's camp but it's campy you know I've said this before that if you if you watch Hocus Pocus and, and those of us who know that Bette Midler is a gay icon you know um, she does a lot of vamping and a lot of camp in Hocus Pocus and a lot of it kind of flies over people's heads and it's like <laughs> I get that now you know the same could be said about Margaret Hamilton that character you know and there's been rumors about Margaret Hamilton and I don't I don't know I can't really say that I believe them because rumors you know if you want rumors you put on some Fleetwood Mac and get on a longboard and drink some ocean spray that's in the news you know but um yeah Thunder only happens when it's raining. Witches know that, okay? They know that. So tonight on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, we we are paying tribute to these witches. You know, and Angelica Houston in The Witches. I mean, that some some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth. You know, um Yeah. If uh, where they're they're talking and she's like um one child a week is no good to me we can't get rid of all of them and the the witch speaks and the grand high witch is like her spark who dares to argue with me no really honestly a witch who answers back must burn into her bone has black <laughs> no 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 a witch without a brain must sizzle in the fire pit a witch who says i'm wrong will not be with us for very much long Ay! ladies my antidote's bruno come up bruno i have the chocolate here I said 6.15 <laughs> And that is 15 seconds from now <laughs> You are in for treat <laughs> We all are Yeah <sighs> I love some of those moments Even though she turns him into a mouse And then the grand the grandmother is investigating And she's like Oh, I'm knitting something for my grandson it's quite all right. If I see your grandson, I will, I will turn him into a mouse. She already did, but she doesn't, you know, she can't put two and two together. And you meddling on woman, I will deal with later. Yeah. But the witches have some of the best dialogue. We've, we've seen that from Ursula and the Little Mermaid. You know, um... Hocus Pocus, the witches of Eastwick... The witches of Eastwick, there's a really great moment where Cher, I could call her the head witch, she tells off Jack Nicholson's character, Old Scratch. I think his name is Daryl. You are repulsively disgusting, uh, unattractive, and you smell. But in reality, Cher loved Jack. She calls him Johnny. So 
years later, they did an AFI tribute to Jack Nicholson. And a lot of people and a lot of you listening like to write Cher off. But Cher, what I like about her is she's genuinely um, a very, a very um, humble person. And when she got up to talk about Jack, she didn't call him Jack. She called him Johnny. And she talked about how she's always had this anxiety when they do, you know, when they weren't there in front of the cameras. And she's like, you know, Johnny, I I just can't be in front of the cameras. And, you know, and he's and he's working with her. He's like, you know, babe, you can do it. I'm there for you. And that was actually kind of moving, you know, to watch someone like Cher. First of all, she's calling him Johnny. That's intimate right there. That means you are truly within his inner circle. You're calling him Johnny. And how he helped you. You know, there's no diva right there. There's no diva attitude. And and yet her character has to be mean to him in some of the scenes in The Witches of Eastwick, you know. It's all coming back to me. And I thought I'd gotten off the hook and then I recognized, ah, we forgot another movie about witches. And I'm not going to talk about the Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, because that's just boring. Okay. I'm going to talk about the craft. Okay. I'm not going to talk about Charmed, Shannon Darty, The Big Fight, Oh, Molasses. No, no, no. We're going to talk about the craft because my late friend and I bonded talking about the craft light as a feather stiff as a board I mean I'm, I'm sure many of you have tried that Feruza Bulk Feruza Bulk is, was such an underrated actress I don't think she acts much anymore was a child actor was in Return to Oz where there's another witch named Mumby who has all these different heads Years later, I think maybe 10, 10 years later, she plays a witch in The Craft. And then you have Robin Tunney, who plays um, Sarah, the head witch, because in reality she is. When ne- And then Nev Campbell. When, remember when Nev Campbell was, you know, the next big thing, you know, the, the screen movie. And here she is in, in The Craft playing, you know... Um, Bonnie, kind of slutty Bonnie, and what was the other one? Um, I mean, there, there, there are some kind of peculiar moments in the craft. I mean, you have Feruza Bulk's character Nancy walking on water. That's disturbing in itself. And then she sees all these dead sharks, and she's like, "These are my gifts." And then she's looking down at the sky. She's looking at the sky and then she's looking at this dead shark. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm your daughter now. It's like, okay. Someone got hit too hard with lightning. Um, Oh, yeah, because they were calling the corners, you know, earth, air, fire, water. So, you know, when they have the four and they make a fire. We're back on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I was talking about the craft. Feruza Balk is Nancy Downs. Robin Tunney is Sarah Bailey. Nev Campbell is Bonnie. Doesn't have a last name. And Rachel True is Rochelle. Okay. 
and Skeet Ulrich, who was later in Scream with Nev Campbell. Isn't that convenient? So there's a lot going on in the craft. There's a lot going on. It was it was a it was a summer hit in 1996. You know, it, and it's dark. It it is dark. I mean, it's funny in some aspects because you know they do these spells and then they get what they want. Like they do a love spell and then the guy won't leave the chick alone, and then later tries to rape her. So they're you know, but the. They go to this magic shop and the lady who runs it says to them, you know, they're, they want to in, invoke the evoke the spirit, invoke the spirit. And she's like, oh, you want to invoke the spirit? It's very dangerous. Look, lady, I'm a big girl. That's what Fruza, of course, says. You know, she thinks she's the head witch. And she says, well, know this. You get what you get three times three. So if they do a spell, you get it back three times three. But she doesn't recognize that because Feruza's character, Nancy, is taking it to the hilt. She's crazy. And, you know, Sarah, who is we find out is the head witch, played by Robin Tunney, um, you know, she starts to catch on. And so she breaks away from the coven. It's some scary stuff. It's some scary stuff. Huh. And then Robin Tunney is just like trying to make this one girl lose all her hair. Now, I would be now, even though this is, you know, episodic television, we could say it's a film, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. When American Horror Story Coven, American Horror Story Coven is probably one of my favorites. You have Jessica Lang as, you know, the head witch, or as we call the Supreme. Uh, you have Sarah Paulson is her daughter. You have Gabare Sidibe, who is hilarious. Some of the shit that comes out of her mouth in um, American Horror Story Coven is hilarious. You know, you have um, uh, what was her name? I really enjoyed her. In fact, uh, there was this character in the in the series that has kind of like a Stevie Nicks vibe. And she, in fact, she she thinks she's Stevie. Uh, that's Lily Rab uh, playing Misty Day. You have Kathy Bates who plays this evil chick. Um, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts thinks she's going to be the supreme. You know, she's got a little bit of Auntie Julia Roberts in her. You know. Um, <laughs> There's a funny moment where this one witch, she thinks she got her. And she's like, stupid bitch. <laughs> I fooled you. <laughs> now, you know, she, uh, we're, yeah. But in, there was, there was good moments in American Horror Story Coven. That's probably why it's my favorite. It's like, Gabare Sidibe, some of the stuff that she says, um, you know, she she mentions Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or she likes to call it Sabrina the Teenage Cracker. <laughs> oh my God, um, Queenie! Yeah, that's her name, Queenie. Um, she has some really great. Let me see. 
Because also, see, she is a voodoo doll, a human voodoo doll. And then she cut. Oh, and then she she hangs out with Angela Bassett, who is this voodoo high priestess, you know. And she's like, "You ain't no witch. You are a voodoo doll, and I know you ain't looking for no gumbo. You know, it's all about gumbo in there." Um, oh, I love this. Here we go. Pieces. This one has only seven. My name is not Yo, it's Queenie. And you must have miscounted because I packed that basket myself. Well, you must have got a D in math because there's only seven pieces. Actually, sir, I got an A in math, all of them. Calculus, trig, advanced algebra. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sure you're a genius. Just give me an extra piece of chicken and I'll be done here. Look, pencil dick, I'm not stupid, okay? You ate that extra piece and now you want a freebie. I like to speak speak to the manager stupid fat ass what did you call me get the manager i am the manager look what she does Queenie's power, as we established in the first episode of season three, is she calls herself a human foodie doll. So I have, like, the coolest witch power. My power is to use my body as a human voodoo doll. What you did? If I pinch myself and I'm, like, looking at you, I'm actually pinching you. Why don't you just do the world a favor and take an acting class? You deep In the first episode, I'm really mad at jam a fork into her own hand and Madison feels the pain. I grew up on white girl shit like Charm and Sabrina the Teenage Cracker. I didn't know that there even were black witches. She calls herself a voodoo doll even though she's not technically a voodoo witch. Technically she's a Salem witch. As it turns out I'm an heir to Tituba. She was a house slave in Salem. She was the first to be accused of witchcraft. So technically and part of your tribe. It's the coven, so it deals with one section of witches, which are the Salem witches, and then another, which are the voodoo witches. And basically, it's, it's almost like race relations. We're definitely playing with uh, race and class and gender this year. I dragged my ass all the way here from Detroit to be with my, quote, sister witches. And instead, I'm sitting in the fast food parking lot at three in the morning with an immortal racist. Those girls... They're never gonna see you as their sister. Let me guess, cause I'm fat? No, myself. Cause you're black. Queenie confides in Lori that she doesn't feel like she fits in and she doesn't feel like the other girls like her. Queenie is sort of confronted with that racial divide between the voodoo witches and the Salem witches. What the hell are you doing? Nothing you'd understand. This is voodoo. You're a witch. We need you back in the coven. Marie Laveau set me straight. You were never my friend. Marie Laveau, one, she guarantees Queenie before she joins that if she joined that she would be more powerful. Voodoo doll belong in the house of voodoo. And I know you didn't cross the line and break the truce for no bowl of gumbo. Every man, woman, and child in this house know what it feels like to have to live a second best to some pretty little white girl. And 
she feels like she might be more suited over the voodoo witches, but that comes at a really high price, and that, that price is LaLori, who is her new friend. You don't know this woman. What you do to me? Yes, I do. Oh, my. Yeah. But we can't end the night without the icon. If we can find her. Oh, here we go. But I don't want any music because then I'll get in big trouble. Um, Margaret Hamilton. Yeah, what what an icon. Unfortunately, oh no, I won't say it because you know this is a film podcast. Let's. Uh, oh, here we go. My favorite episode of the neighbor letter that she wrote. Oh, that would be fun to be able to talk. Looking at the camera, she said, um, you know, I'm not a scary person, but I'm an actress and that's my job. And that's what I do for a living. And in this one movie, I pretended that I was a witch. Well, there's your old friend, the Wicked Witch of the West. How did she, <laughs> how did she talk? Well, she talked like this. Yeah, see, I don't want the music in there because, um, darn it. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Should have, you know, I say this so often, and, and believe me, should have gotten an Oscar for playing the Wicked Witch of the West. But she didn't, and she didn't. And um, it was The Wizard of Oz that came out the same year as Gone with the Wind. The Wizard of Oz really didn't catch on until it went to television. Kind of like Hocus Pocus. There's something about some of these witch movies. People don't catch them until they're ready for them, you know? So it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, mm, take your army to the hunted forest and bring me that girl and her dog. Do what you like with the others, but I want her alive and unharmed. They'll give you no problems. I promise you that. Take a little to take the fight out of them. Take care of those ruby slippers. I want those most of all. Now fly, fly. We could call <coughs> Elvira a witch. Because Elvira's aunt, Morgana, was a witch. If you've ever seen Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, it is a movie, you know, of course. And she did do a TV pilot where she plays a witch. So, yeah, that's why I always say Unpleasant Dreams is in honor of my cousin. We both love Elvira and Elvira. Elvira is such a, a comedian. She's a funny witch, you know. You know, uh, so yeah, as always, unpleasant dreams. Elvira, we love you. Coming soon to Halloween. <laughs>